Hello and welcome to Kyono Anime. I am Matt, this is Andrew, and this is a podcast where we're going to talk about anime that we are currently watching. We're going to be starting off from the beginning of any anime we watch on this show, so feel free to watch along with us or go on ahead and enjoy. Just like all your friends you've always tried to get into anime or that friend who's always behind on what you're watching that you really want to talk about it with, we promise to catch up eventually. Without further ado, we're going to be starting today's episode off with Season 1, Episode 9 of Kometsu no Yaiba, or Demon Slayer, for all y'all English viewers out there. Alright, Andrew, how are you feeling today? Oh, I'm feeling great, Matt. Happy to hear it. Always love it. Uh, I know you had a long day at work, but we're ready to kick things off. Uh, do you want to Do you wanna start off with a, a little snippet, or do you want to hop right into our, uh, our uh, recap? Well, I remember you were just saying you wanted to mention in the last episode on how on point that music was. Well, it's not it's not so much that it's like intro outro music. We we all know that I love it. They do, they do a really good job. They they picked great artists. Oh, excuse me. To do their uh intro music and outro music, like I I love Lisa as an artist. I I just think they make great music. Oh yeah. Um but really it's the background music. Oh, the magic and the OSTs of it all. Yeah, like, I don't know if they, like, if they're made specifically for the anime or if, you know, they very well could be. Or, yeah, typically. Or if it's, like, you know, something that they pull from and they have, like, a, a resource for that. They might use that resource because I know if you watch shows like, uh, let's say, Naruto, they do recycle some background music. For sure, for sure. Like the battle music, the power-up music. But those are long-running shonen, are so like, they need a ton of those. There are also very classic songs from like Naruto and stuff like that 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 definitely showcase that. Oh yeah. But but just talking about it in terms of Demon Slayer, like I don't like I said, I don't know where they get it from, but the way they're able to sync everything just flows so well. Like not only at the, with the animation, but with the speech patterns, like it's so impressive. I mean, yeah, that's also the magic of storytelling, where you know a soundtrack can also drive the emotion behind an episode. For sure. Which is beautiful, and if you wanted to look into that, that's a whole career, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, check out, you know, in, in terms of the, the kind of productions that they do. I mean, it's, it's crazy over there. Uh, but I guess, I guess that, that's really all I had to say about it. Yeah, that's it. a quick little blurb shout-out to episode 8 that we just covered. And, yeah, we're talking about episode 9. The name of this episode is Tamari Demon and the Arrow Demon. Two demons ordered by Muzan to hunt down a demon slayer with Hanafuda Earring. After tracking him to a hidden keep, they begin their assault. This episode for me, like just just starting it off with Tenmari, which uh, I know we talked about it like the tiniest bit, but Tenmari is a Japanese art form now. Uh, it roughly translates to handball. And like now, like ever since rubber got introduced in Japan and everything like that, it became an art form. So people would make Tenmari and give them away as gifts and everything like that. They're in museums now as like cultural pieces. Uh, and they're typically, or at least they used to be made from the clippings of kimonos, which also immediately jumps us into uh, the name of the Tenmari demon. Because why not, right? Yeah. That. The do you remember what her name was? I have it like written in my big notes of all these things. Um, well, well, while well, while you get to that, uh, 
when they're given as gifts, they symbolize deep friendship and loyalty, which I thought was super ironic for this episode. You know, having having the the demons like supposedly be friends when we start the episode, how how they're talking to one another and everything like that. And supposedly the colors and threads are symbolizing for wishing someone a brilliant and happy life. Oh wow. Which is like the complete opposite of what's happening in the episode. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh you know, much darker. Yeah. Um, but I did find her name. All right, what is it? Her name is Susamaru. Susamaru, which I believe we came to the conclusion that the rough translation of that is silk ball. Or sphere. Or sphere, which is, or cloth, which is ironically what the majority of kimonos are made out of. And the majority of what tamari are made out of is that. Right, mm-hmm. kimono clippings, just like I said. Yeah, exactly. So it's a very on-the-nose name, and I mean, I guess while we're here, even though he's not so, like, important yet, the boy's name is Yahaba. Yahaba. And I believe uh, we remember... I, I feel like we can get into his name when we get to his power. Yeah, his power, it comes towards the end of the episode slash next episode, but... Uh, I don't think it comes in at all next episode. No, it does. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. I didn't watch the next episode yet, so... Uh, I just rewatched episode nine before you got here today. Uh, so, well, right in the beginning, we get them like re-mentioning from last episode that Muzan gave them extra blood before they came here. Yeah. Uh, which is something that is really still just hinging on my mind that like, it's such an important thing. Like Muzan's blood plays such a huge role in what these demons are capable of. I mean. Yeah, the amount of blood given to them increases their power. So they're essentially been blessed by Muzan to go carry out this hit. He knows he doesn't want any survivors in this scenario. So he might have to power up these people. Which still kind of takes me back to bad plot. Which, (laughs) you know, in a little bit later, we find out things about demon ranking. Yeah. So I guess as we get into this episode, uh, we will talk about that a little more. Well, right right in the beginning in the intro, I mean, going back to my missed scene from last episode, and they replayed it in the beginning of this episode, which was showing them all like with fearful looks from the Temnari coming through the wall of this uh, place that they're staying in. But yeah. I did think it was really interesting. I didn't catch this the first time, but they had that piece of paper kind of slowly flutter to the ground, and that kind of foreshadowing the fact that uh oh god i forget his name the yushiro yushiro's ability uh had been canceled out in that moment yeah like the like it was like a talisman that kind of yeah went away and they that did a concealing spell essentially or concealing blood demon art for anybody who tuned in for last episode he uses a blood demon art to conceal and go invisible or make things invisible like the keep they are currently in. Right. I mean, he was able to conceal it so well that they had to walk through a wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they did They did a straight Harry Potter. And <laughs> Which was insane. It was great way. how they did it. Yeah, because I, I literally geeked out about that, I believe, either at yeah. the end of the last episode or 
right after we logged off. It was funny. And then the the Tamari the Tamari demon to me immediately seemed really childlike. Like it, this is all about fun for her, and you know, like yeah, we're yeah. coming to kill people, but this is great. This is a blast. You know, this is a good time. And then the the uh, arrow demon. Uh, I'm gonna have such trouble referring to them by their names. So the arrow demon, Yahaba, Yahaba, uh, seemed really type A. You know that that personality where it's like, you got my clothes dirty doing that. Stop it. Do things neat. You know. But also is kind of the one that keeps jesting at the other to go like be rambunctious and kill them and kick ass while he's the reserved one hangs in the back. You know, that's that's essentially what their relationship looks like. Uh and you get that briefly just from the start of this. Well if I can very quickly jump to the end snippet. I don't know if you got the chance to watch uh the after credits thing. I don't think I did. Okay, so just to jump to that really quick, I know it's the very last thing that happens, but it kind of pertains to this moment more so than anything else. Because at the end, you know, it's that moment of like playful Tanjiro and Nezuko and oh we're gonna practice our forms and stuff like that and and the the secret, the quote secret of the uh episode is that supposedly the Tamari and the Arrow Demons met each other on their way over. Like met the met each other like they had never met before this, but they synergized so like perfectly. Like, yeah, that's what that, I mean. That, it feels like they're related almost. A hundred percent, right? Like it feels like they've been working together for a really long time. That makes no sense. I don't like it. But yeah, <laughs> my reality kind of just got broken there. Right, like that made me think so much more this episode about everything that had transpired, and I'm like, how? Yeah, like, no, how that's they, really weird. Yeah, like how do they they work together way too well for them to have to have just met? Um But yeah, moving on. Um Oh god, what's the what's his name, please again? Which one? The friendly demon who's obsessed with the doc demon. Yushiro. Doc. Yushiro. Yushiro, Yushiro, Yushiro. I'll still forget it. Um Yushiro was like Oh, are they are they minions of Muzan? And it's like, my guy, like you and Demon Mommy Doctor is are are like the only two fucking demons that aren't Muzan's minions. Okay, like let's get past that right now. There's there's three that you're aware of: you, Demon Doc, and Nezuko. Yep. Like let's like we can move away from are they minions of Muzan? Like they attacked you out of fucking nowhere. Of course they are. Yeah, I mean, that seemed pretty obvious, but I guess they had to state it for the audience. I guess so. It just seemed obvious, like maybe a little bit forced. So yeah, they're all Muzan's minions. I feel like we can move past that. Yes, we can. Yeah, I, I felt like it was a, just a redundant question. Uh, But I handball expert is a weird blood art. I mean, yeah, that <laughs> that game like butts up you played as like a kid. I was like, what? What did she take that to an extra level? <laughs> yeah, right. Like <laughs> that. Like I said, that's a weird blood art. <laughs> yeah. Like Just, I, what? What's my blood art? I'm still a kid. That's my blood art. I'm still a child. I use these really bouncy balls that just completely decimate. Yeah, everything. I just, I just throw them really hard. <laughs> like, and then, uh, you know, 
they have kind of like a mind of their own, which is unique and weird and it's terrifying. Absolutely, yeah. But also in that moment is the thing that I mentioned last episode that I need to talk about. Okay. Nezuko, bring that lady outside. It's not safe in here. And then Demon Doc goes, no, bring her to the basement. It's safe down there. You guys put a demon down there that had just transformed like 12 hours ago. It's not safe. I don't even think it was 12 hours, man. I, I honestly think it was maybe an hour or two. No, really? Yeah, because they left the market. She brought them well, into they their went, house. They went back and, and had... then they got tracked real hard. Well, I guess. Yeah, I guess it, so. It had to be. It's still the close same timeline. night. Yeah. So not so. <laughs> no, no reprieve. So this dude just tried to eat her, and it's the whole reason why you're treating her. Mm-hmm. But put her downstairs with him. Because that's a great idea for some reason. My head cannon is locked up somewhere, tied down, strapped up. My know. head cannon is not, not Nezuko <laughs> comes back. The lady's dead. The lady's fully dead. She's been eaten alive. That dude is now full on demon, and there's no turning back for him. So Tanjiro's gonna have to cut that. You know, go chop chop. That's what's gonna happen next episode. <laughs> They're going to go downstairs and be like, this dude killed his wife. Now we got to take him out. Yeah. See, that, that should be the behind the scenes. That should have been the after credit scene. Instead of, yeah. the, oh, <laughs> the two of us showed up. and be like, oh, no, my husband, he's a demon at the end. And it would have been kind of funny, but then also could have been incredibly sad, depending <laughs> on how that turned out. Um, I feel like I feel like the only bad things can happen from that. It's like you, you, you put the most tantalizing thing. In front of it. Like, even if you put him behind bars, like, you know he's a demon now. He got Muzan's blood. Like, who knows if he can't just bend those bars and get to her anyway, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's one of those Don't things know. where it's like, you, you did not put her in a safe place. A safe place would have been down the road. It's like, would have just not been there at all. Right, like I said, down the road. But I, it was because she got bit or Drop slapped. her off at a hospital. She's a normal person still. Yeah, but triage doctor i don't know like well that's what i mean like this is our, she's already been treated at this yeah. point i guess we're moving on <laughs> um but yeah no, we're not moving we're on. moving on we're moving i on. refuse no no we're moving on and we're moving on to i guess essentially the beginning of the assault right where you know everything's in utter chaos the ball's bouncing around everyone's crazy yushiro he jumps to go protect tamayo which obviously because simp lord of course uh but then his head literally gets Popped, yeah, like a grape in between your fingers, well, just splattered. Is it before or after that that she grows the extra arm? No, like she she grows those later. Okay, but like he's like that's when they like go face her outside, right? So right. like this was literally just like a I'm gonna protect her, and then it just changes directions and bop right in his face, like and he noticed it. There was that brief moment of huh? Why did it do that? And it just explodes his head. Yeah, which was a sick moment. It was disgusting. Like, like the aftermath of it was so gross. But you're yeah, like, but oh then, my god, what is happening? But then we get that line from Demon Doc 
that is like in that moment felt so badass to me of her turning to Tanjiro and being like, you need to not worry about us while you're fighting. We are demons. And I was just like, ooh, that gave me chills. Yeah, it's because they don't feel demonish because they're very human. Well, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. You know, like, that's probably why he's treating them as innocent civilians. Well, but they're not. They're really not. Well, they're not at all. That's the thing. They're just morally good demons, which is rare. But they <laughs> are fully demons who do consume human blood. Which means certain things happen. We'll get to that. We don't want to spoil it if you don't yeah, but remember it, but at it this is, point. It is weird at this point thinking back and thinking about Tanjiro mentioning how they smell. Mm-hmm. And they don't smell like demons who have devoured humans, even though I'm sure they've had a lot of human blood over the years. So, you know, we're talking 200 years that she had to stay alive. So, and that whole time she was using transfusions and stuff like that as the guys to get human blood yeah, and drink, drink it as sustenance. So it's like, that's interesting to me to think about now because a weird fact that I kind of and, and glassed over. Also, talk about a perfect segue because Tondro with his super smeller, he smells that these demons they're fighting's blood is thicker than any demon he has faced or seen or fought before. Yeah, I do enjoy how Tanjiro at this point is now gauging his opponent before he makes a move. Yeah. He, he's assessing before any combat... Has, well, I mean, combat has started, essentially, but surprise round... Well, it's like before he makes a move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's thinking about his actions now. But then the demons... Just a little too far away. Good. Okay. But the demons have now finally assessed that this boy here is the person with Hanafuda earrings Muzan is trying to kill. Yes, absolutely. And then and then we get uh Yushiro getting Real mad while his face is growing back. Oh, and his tongue is just oh flopping there. God. That's what I was saying. It is gross. His head is coming back from like the stem, and he's just like, oh, oh, yeah, oh. but yeah. I hope nobody's getting annoyed at me calling her Demon Dog, by the way. But Demon Dog picks up Yushiro and literally just says his name, and his head just starts growing back right at that moment, like in very detailed. Oh yeah, of how it grows back. But I also thought that was cool to see. Yeah, because it's like, remember, we're demons. It doesn't matter. But we did learn another interesting thing about demons. Was that? Well, for one, we know that that rock would never have worked. Oh, yeah, to smash? Yeah, to smash the demon's head when he had it pinned against the tree way back in episode, what, two? Yeah. No, that wouldn't have worked at all. Right, it wouldn't have worked. So, not only that, demons can fully function without a brain. Yeah. He he fully was formulating sentences and everything before his brain brain grew back. And that's horrifying to think of. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually kind of terrible. But we also see a new technique of his. The seventh form drop ripple thrust curve. Which I did also realize how stupid that I I was being about the the water breathing forms. There's ten. 
There's 10. They said it. They said it way back in the beginning. Like when he was training? Yeah. Yeah. They they said he was going to learn the 10 water forms. And I was I actually listened back to one of our old episodes and I said it. And I was like, wow. <laughs> like, I can't believe this whole time I was being like, how many are there? <laughs> we know. There's, there's enough. There's, there's, there's 10. <laughs> <laughs> but then we learned that... Uh, that they're part of the 12 demon moons. Or the 12 Kizuki. Yes. And we're like, what is that? You know, we, we've gotten the Demon Slayer Core rankings, and Tanjiro is that of a low-ranking Demon Slayer Core member. Uh, and now we have the 12 Kizuki, which that's absolutely terrifying to think about. Where that means, oh, here is a team or a group of certain demons that are higher ranking. And why is that? Maybe it's because Muzan has done blood injections on them. And they are much stronger than anybody. Yeah, well, definitely. But also, I was thinking at first, like, 12 demon moons. There's, there's 10 phases of the moon. So it can't be related to that. Right? But, but if Tanjiro successfully kills these two, then there's only 10 left. And that gives me an idea about plot and that there's like 10 big bad guys before Muzan now. So it's like, I, now that gave me an idea of like, okay, I can get a reference for how long it's going to take for Tanjiro to actually get to the point where it's like, okay, well, now it's that 1v1 moment we've been waiting for the whole series where he comes face-to-face with Muzan and there's no more obstacles in his way. That's my thought. I mean, yeah, let, let's, let, you know, we'll see what happens in the future. You know, like, this could be something that is a little more uh, developed, like these thought processes, these naming systems, or whatever. Um. At this point, this is where we get uh, Susamaru, the lady uh, demon that's attacking us. Uh, she says, we're part of the 12 Kizuki, and you're going to find out what it is to like mess with us. And she grows two more arms, and now she has a total of four arms. No, that was, no, she, no, already, happens right she now. already had the arms, because right Tanjiro cut them off. I don't remember Tanjiro cutting her arms off. I will show you. Is that what happens with the seventh form drop ripple thrust curve? No, he stabs the Tenmari with that. And that that was before he goes outside. Uh, But... Actually, I think you're right, because I wrote, Girl Demon spawns four new arms. Meaning... You must have had her other two cocked off at some point. Uh, but it was a snap, quick, re- uh, like regeneration. That's the word. Yeah, sorry. I'm just kind of jumping around a little bit right here to find out our position in this. So he gets his head blown off, and then the balls go back to her, and then Tanjiro talks about the whole you know, take her take her somewhere else, and then he does the water breathing form. Right after the water breathing form is when Yushiro's head gets blown up, 
Uh, and Tandro, Tandro can't get over there to help them. Head grows back. Uh, and then immediately following is head growing back. Oh, no. She, so she, she didn't grew, lose her arms. arms. She, drew, she grew she, four arms. She still had her two. Yeah, so she grew them. And then this is right before Tandro, like Nezuko, comes back. So now we get... A the the one the the one and only 3D scene that I think I will have ever and maybe will ever approve of that has happened in this anime so far. We get Tanjiro slicing at the Tamari balls. That's in 3D. It's I, hard to notice. No, I caught it. That's my that's my ick for this episode. Okay, I get it. I get it though. This, I hate this was my ick. I said I'm not a huge fan of this. No, I hate I hate that so far they've had what three separate times where they've just randomly cut through to a 3D scene. And in this I understand in this one singular moment because honestly it didn't look that bad comparatively. No, it was isolated and like with everything that's actually going on in the foreground, it makes it still look a little bit like a 2D animation. So I actually didn't catch that the first time around. I, I I unfortunately did, and that's what made it my ick for this episode. So this is the thing that missed for me, guys. Um, you know, now that I'm watching again, I also don't like it. But um, in it in the moment, you can get caught up, not notice it, and be like, it's fine. This is my second time watching the show, and this time I definitely caught it, and I went, ooh, that's rough. Yeah, and yeah. it's and it. By no means is it bad. I've seen worse. I've seen so no, much worse animation. It is also like a three-second scene, but but that also made me realize that when Tanjiro cuts them, they splash blood, and then after they hit them, they vanish as if they're part of her. So I'm like, like that made me think, like, oh, are these ten Tamari made of her blood? Oh, that's kind of nasty. She's right? kind of nasty, right? Ugh. Like, I mean, it it does make sense because like, oh, it's a a blood art, right? So it wouldn't make sense that these balls are made of her blood, but why is her blood so colorful? Like, get go to a doctor. Yeah, and then uh, at this moment, we get Yushiro. He, he, he <laughs> oh, get, I'm sorry. Yushiro gets <laughs> Like, you just back. agreed to that? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, see a doctor, duh. Duh, obviously. <laughs> uh, they're already at one's house. They're fine. Uh <laughs> so, <laughs> so Yushiro, his head grows back, and he's essentially like not understanding why Tandra is having an issue with this. And he says in passing, "You can't see the arrows." Yeah, I don't even know if it was like an in passing thing. That it was like a he was well, maybe maybe it was in English a passing thing. In in the Japanese version, he was basically being like, "You can't do anything." Yeah. Like, you can't even see them? Like, what are humans useful for? Uh, and then, what is also... This is so cool uh, for this episode. Yushiro decides that he's going to lend his sight yeah. to Tanjiro I was... to see these arrows. He's just He literally said, I think in the dub, it was like, just avoid them. You can see the arrows. And he's like, wait, you can't? What? It, it was something like along the lines of that. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what he said in the uh, 
Japanese version, but pretty much he was just like, if you look at the arrows, you can tell what direction they're going. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then he uses a talisman to help him like use his sight. So now Tanjiro is able to see these arrows in the trajectory of all the balls coming at him. Which made me wonder if Tanjiro is going to possibly get this ability on his own in the future. Like future sight hockey? Yeah, like, well, <laughs> future sight? What? Yeah, future sight from, you know, One Piece. No, no, not like that. <laughs> like, like being able to see the demon ability is like, he's, he's basically, now he's sharing sight with a demon, which is immediately like, okay, this is really cool. Uh, well, he doesn't get to keep it. No, but that's the question is, you know, is is he going to be capable of getting that ability on his own? That's what I'm curious about. Because it's like, well, maybe through some kind of breathing technique or something like that, he can like focus it on his eyes or something like that. And maybe he can get the ability in the future to also be able to like have some kind of visual acuity for these demonic powers. I mean, that would be really cool. It'd be like him unlocking another form in his eyes, like a Sharingan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kinda. But instead, you just, you know, you put a sticker on your forehead. But now Nezuko and Tondra decide to step out for the fight. Nezuko's back. The lady downstairs is dead. (laughs) (laughs) Letting it go. We're letting it go. We're moving on. (laughs) Gotta love, gotta love uh, Tondra just immediately trusting in Nezuko. I also gotta love how he immediately adapts to having this new sight, and now he's making light work of all the balls. Oh, yeah. He's like, I can see them all now, and just starts chopping them up. But right before that, we get him turning to Nezuko and saying, you go deal with the other one. And I, I just love that that feeling for me, where it's like, Tanjiro's trusting his sister. He knows that she has new abilities now. She knows that she can handle herself. Um, meanwhile, he's, like, showing all the concern in the world for these two demons that he just met. And maybe, like you said, he's, like, it's that form of, like, maybe they are just looking at him like they're, they are humans and stuff like that. And then we get the scene that missed for me. But also, right before that, we get another water-breathing form. Yes, we do. We get the third form. I think we've seen that already, though. Flowing dance. Yes. I think we. I think we. I just like one. pointing them out. I can't keep track of what's already been done or not. Yeah. So I'm gonna point them out. <laughs> and if you said you dumbass, you've al- we've already seen this <laughs> in the comments. Okay, fine, whatever, do it. <laughs> yeah, please yell at Andrew in the comments. But we did see the the third form definitely because uh, he used that in the fight against the first like main demon that he fought in the selection. Okay, yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I know he's used it. Uh, and uh, blah blah blah. And then we find out that these pe- these demons were infused by Muzan, which means they're probably closely related, you know, to Muzan's blood. Oh yeah, him running out there. They need to collect their samples for the doc. Him running out there, I was like, finally, like Tanjiro finally realizes that this is an opportunity. But right before that is my missed scene for the episode where they have a flashback to what happened, like, what, an hour ago? Ten minutes? It was like ten minutes ago. Oh, anime with your flashbacks. Like, 
Mid-combat. Every time. It's well, always mid-combat. That's the whole thing. It's like, you. I feel like it takes away from the fight so much. It, like, it pulls me out of it. I'm not excited to see what happens next now. Because you're giving me a flashback of information that I just saw. So it's like, I understand that you want to remind people of the important things that happened last week. But also, like, age of technology, you don't need to remind people of this stuff. They can go and look at it in 30 seconds. I feel like this is an old holdout from, like, a format that used to exist of, like, you had to be there weekly to know what happens. Now all this information's at our fingertips, and it's a little different. Maybe it's just, it's just redundant information mid-climax that frustrates me. It's also a way for them to like, I like fill air time. I like these scenes Save when money. it's like, here's information that either you would not have gotten or you would never know if we didn't give it to you now. You know, I, I like it when it happens then. But when it's like, we, we know about this already. We know the two favors that she's going to ask. The study Nezuko's blood and to study other demons that are closely related to Muzan's blood. And that's, I understand this is the act of Tanjiro thinking back to that moment to come to the realization that this is actually a good thing that's happening right now. Yeah, and then he gets really gassed up after he remembers that, and he slices every single arm that girl has off of her freaking body. Yeah, in that, <laughs> in that cool, like, almost, like, triangular slice. Yeah. I feel like he could have totally just just snipped that head right in that moment as well. It would have yeah, made things like a lot easier. Yeah, I feel like you didn't have to go for the arms, man. You could have just... I feel like you could have gotten both. Well, actually, no. Because he went above her head. He didn't I... want to do that. Right. He didn't want to because if he cuts the head off, the body goes bye-bye. But we all, like, you also know it takes a moment. But like, the doctor's not going to run outside and be like, oh. let me go ahead and just stick a needle well, in Well, do you. you know what's a really good question? What's up? What happens to the blood after the demon dies? Because nothing remains of the demon after they're killed. No, they're gone. Oh, you mean like after extraction? So now you take the blood and you kill the demons. Why maybe they need to incapacitate? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. like maybe the demon has to be captured. Ooh. That's a taller order. A much taller order. That, yeah, man. Tandro's got his work cut out for him. Nezuko's got her hands full fighting the arrow guy and gets absolutely launched. Back oh yeah, that's Tantro. <laughs> what I what I wrote in my notes was literally that arrow power kind of OP. Yeah, it <laughs> like, is kind of OP. He goes goodbye, get away from me. Like in uh in in the Japanese version, he's just like you're gross, pretty much. Like he's like, like you're he's filthy, like, leave yeah, me alone. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He said that I think in the dub too. He literally said, "Don't you swing filthy that person." Like yeah, don't, don't swing that filthy thing around. Get out of here. <laughs> Because he is a neat freak. He is a clean freak. Well, we did I mean, state like, it a little bit, but... That whole type A thing, yeah. Yeah, he was like, you're going to get my clothes dirty, a.k.a. you're gross. Get away from me. <laughs> you're literally seeing it right now. I see it on your screen. Yeah. He gets oh, kicked. Oh, no, this is, this is just before that. This is when... No, uh, I'm pretty sure this is it. He, he gets kicked, and then he goes goodbye and just sends her flying. No, well, I think I... Then I was skipping ahead to the next scene. Okay. So... What's on screen right now is her growing her arms back and everything. We already got past that. Yeah. He chopped those arms off. And then she just, they just shoot out. Yeah. Uh, I'm like assuming it's, it's that new blood transfusion that's giving them fast, fast regeneration. For sure. For because sure. It's I believe be right. they stated that like the sooner 
you regenerate from like last eating, the easier it is to regenerate. Otherwise, it might take a second longer. But yeah, she gets launched, and this is where plans well, yeah, start so, to change. So Nezuko um, goes to attack the arrow demon, and he does like she does successfully land a kick. He does block it, um, but that's when he says like. Yeah, don't he in the Japanese version he says don't kick up dust like that and like sends her away. Yep. And then immediately falls back to Tanjiro. And this is now where the plans change. Tanjiro is like I have to fight the arrow guy. So he's completely switching plans. They're going to switch the demon combatants that they're fighting. And it's great. I remember Well, that, then wrote, then Look at the screen really quick. When you have this this moment of like Tandro swinging that sword down, like seeing that thread, and there it is, it's coming in, the sword's going, and then he says, "What a grimy little urchin you are! Get away from me!" And Tandro watches that opening thread snap. So. Bam, he takes the swing, completely misses, and then he starts getting flung around. Oh, yeah. Where, actually, that was another really quick 3D scene, and I hate it. I literally wrote that Tantoro's getting ragdolled. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's when I wrote that that arrow power kind of OP, because... Because he's just literally throwing him in every direction. Yeah, like, if you could do that... Talk about screwing up an equilibrium. Like, just being like, you're that way, that way, that way, that way. Well, I also wrote, Tanjiro gotta get some astronaut training. (laughs) Because, like, the amount of G-forces that he's experiencing. He just got (laughs) flung around in the air so much. that, That reminded me of that, like... That training that astronauts and fighter pilots have to do. Oh. Where they sit in the chair and it spins around insanely yeah. fast. And then we get a really cool scene where he gets literally thrown in the air. Just He's like, you're going to go splat now. He cushions his fall using a, a, a technique. Yeah, well, right before that, it cuts he- back to... It, it really is all coming through on the mic. You're going to stay there or you're going to go somewhere else? I don't I don't know how much of that got fucked up, but um redo well, I don't even remember what he said. Uh, what I was saying is as Tanjiro is getting ragdolled, he gets thrown in the air well, to right before go that, splat. That's what I was saying. Right right before that we cut back to um Yushiro and Nezuko fighting the other one. And Yushiro turns invisible, or at least transparent. And I thought that was cool, where it's like actually showcasing what he can do here. Um, where it's like, okay, well, he he clearly has like some hand-to-hand combat skills, but then he does a thing that immediately pisses me off and says Demon Doc's name in front of them. Like, they had no idea who she was. I'm just saying, he is that uber simp, though. So, of course, he said her name. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, you dumbass, you just gave her away when, like, potentially there could have been an outcome where you guys did get away, even if Tanjiro lost. And they were like, oh, cool, a fugitive. 
Yeah, and they're like, oh, what a, like, what a great, uh, oh my god, what a dude. great extra thing to bring back. What a I'm new like, prize, dude! You just effed up in the biggest way. You just gave away your mommy, essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God. I mean, that's what she is to him, right? Oh, and then, uh, and then, uh, Nezuko goes to. Oh no! And then we get the moment of, uh, Tanjiro again. Oh no, no, no! Before that, yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm a little back and forth here. That uh, that noise isn't coming in, so we're good there. Boop. Just giving myself reference points for what I'm editing. Um. Nezuko goes to kick the Tamari ball, and the demon goes, "Oh, I like Kamari too." So, Tamari handball, Kamari. Kickball. <laughs> so, just, just, I felt like there was a lot of cultural references in this. It'd be like, like, you know, Tim Mari demon. Like, people don't typically go like, oh, it's handball. It's a handball demon. You know, <laughs> that, like, the, mostly because it's a, I feel a terrible naming for a demon in English. Uh, but I thought that was that was a cool moment. Oh no, sorry. Uh. So Kamari is basically hacky sack. Or it's like you, you kick the ball out, you keep it off the ground. Yeah. So just just I thought that was cool. I don't know, I'm a nerd. I mean, all great for a podcast when we're talking in depth about any episode of Demon Slayer. I guess so. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, we got we got the cultural reference of Tamari. Which are gifts? They're something people use all the time, still to this day, and and then we get Kamari, which is like at every college campus ever. Hacky sack. Oh boy, <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Hacky sack bros, <laughs> chilling out in the quad. Hey, right, listen, if you went to college and you smoked weed, you also played hacky sack. Let's be realistic. If you or if you just went to a state school, that's fair. A community <laughs> college, any college. Yeah, but it's like it's like. If hacky you did bro. if you did those two things, you definitely played Haggy Sack. <laughs> Where it's like if you just went to state college, not necessarily. You could have been one of those guys throwing a frisbee or something. Or just not interacting with other you people. You were either doing ultimate or hacky sack. Everybody knows it. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> or maybe that's just a generational thing. <laughs> if I go to a college campus now and they're just like playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> I don't know who would do that. Totally not me. I would. I would never. I've never done it before. I would never play Pokemon Go anywhere. Nope. Nope. Okay. We, all right. We let's. We both know we do it, but we're screwing around too much. But we're gonna go back to what I was saying before. He uses the eighth form waterfall basin to cushion his fall, so he doesn't go curse splat on the concrete. Yep. And that was actually really dope. It was really cool. I mean. For me, it was like it was that moment of realization of like, okay, now Tanjiro really is starting to use these forms in interesting ways. It's that he's adaptability, making, man. He's making the combat style his own, which is really, really something I like to see. And the, I also did right after that. I was like, oh, Yushiro's throwing hands invisible. Well, I also realized, yeah, you know, yeah, that's what I was mentioning with his his power and yep. uh, seeing that he has some some of that hand to hand combat ability. And then we get demon medicine. What is that? What is the thing Demon Doc is injecting into Nezuko's 
so that she regrows her leg right away. I'm assuming Did some she just sort of plasma from the blood. Right. Right. Wouldn't that mess up Nezuko's whole thing? She didn't eat it. Uh, she didn't eat it. I feel like that's a cop out. <laughs> Injected into the system. It could have been an isolated blah ba blah blah ba doo. Injection into the system is still a form of ingestion. <laughs> it could have did maybe it wasn't blood. Maybe it was the iron that was in the blood. No, it, it was, was some. Blah, blah, blah. It was some weird medicine that she created specifically to make demons regrow shit faster. Pseudoscience jargon mumble jumble bullshit. That's well, what they yeah. do in anime. I'm glad that that's what you heard, but that's also what it is because <laughs> it can't be blood because then it would have messed up Nezuko's whole thing. Like, I just want to know what medicine she developed. Like, does she have more of this stuff? Because she should just give that to Nezuko as a, like, parting gift after this. Like, he go, here's like 30 shots. Yeah. That. Take these with you. Stay safe. Like, come hit me back up if you want more drugs, kid. Right? First one's free. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be $30,000. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. And then uh, we get... Oh, really quick. Mm-hmm. I did also realize Nezuko sees two demons as humans. She knows for a fact that they're demons. She sees them as humans because she's seeing them as her family, which, if you remember, like, the whole thing that she was taught was that, like, don't forgive any demon that hurts a human. Humans are your family. Demons are the enemy. So, solely because she hasn't seen these demons hurt a human, she's seeing them as human. And they're very human-like, so maybe that's... Well, it's like... Helping Te- out. Technically, like, Muzan is human-like. Yeah. Like, there's a lot Especially of demons. Especially in that more human state. There's a lot of demons who, who are already human-like, but what we don't see is demons who don't immediately attack people. And I think that's a weird thing that should be looked at because it's one of those things where it's like, so unless Nezuko sees someone get attacked by a demon, she may see them as human, which is frightening. Yeah, I'm not too sure what the differential is there. Unless unless it's like Tanjiro's not bugging. I shouldn't bug. I guess maybe, yeah. And then she's making a more actual, her own conscious thought decisions. Sure. Maybe that that shows her awakening of some kind. I don't know. Well, it was just the fact that that she's literally envisioning them as her family. where, Where it's that whole thing where it's like she's seeing... There's no other way to go about it other than to say she's seeing them as humans because she was never told demons are your family if they don't attack people. Only human. Yeah, so, she so, was never really given a... It was very black and white. Yeah, humans are your family, not and, and demons are... Humans good, demons bad. You know, that, it was literally just that. Well, not even that. It was, it was the whole never forgive a demon that hurts a human. And I understand demons are the enemy, but, you know, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. So it's one of those things where it's like, I don't think it needs to focus on the fact that it's, you know, a demon attacking a person is the number one thing there. Where it's like, never forgive them for that. And that's when you see, like, the anger in Nezuko, 
when she sees a demon going after a person and stuff like that. That's what we've seen in every episode up until this point, where the demon's going after a person and Nezuko gets pissed. And okay, well, now I'm never going to forgive you for that. That makes sense. But seeing these two demons that didn't attack a person, now viewing them as humans is interesting. And then I guess we're getting towards the end of it, but we see one of these really, really cool moments. Tanjiro is very adaptable in fights, as we've seen, and he's noticing that he can no longer touch these arrows due to the fact that they keep throwing him in the direction given, and he just gets ragdolled around everywhere. The demon then chooses to put a an arrow on his arm, and it's going to obviously rip his arm off if he doesn't do something. Yeah, well, just before that, I had... Like, while he's using his powers, like, and Tandra's dodging around, I had the thought of, like, oh, he has to close his eyes to use his power. Like, is he blind while he's, like, maybe he's blind while he's using it, you and know? those things are on his hands. Well, his, his, yeah, his eyes are on his hands, and he has to close them every time he uses the power. So it's like, I, I know at one point he was leaving one open and closing one to use the power, and then at one point he closes both to use it more effectively. So it made me think, like, maybe that demon's weakness is that he's blind while he's using his power. Because I feel like if, you know, if we're talking about powers as a general whole, there's got to be some kind of downside, other than the fact that you're a demon and you got to eat people now. Yeah, there there has to be, like, a catch-22 to your power. Right. Like, everything has a weakness, Like the, the Tamari, you can just yeah. chop up the Tamari balls, they go away. But you can't kick it. Sorry, Nezuko. I guess. Your um, leg kind of got, whoop. Yeah, you can't play Kamari with him, unfortunately. But as we see again, our adaptable boy, Tondro. Gets smart with them parkour skills. He's like, what am I going to do to not lose my arm right now? He runs up a wall and he flips to match the speed of the arrow so his arm does not get destroyed and absolutely ripped off his body. Yeah, well, Um, the demon literally says, your arm is going to twist off. Like, what you gonna do? Yeah, like, oh, I got you right where I want you. And he's like, I know what I'm gonna do. And then he sprints. Match rotation. Like, quadruple backflips off of a tree. And he he survives, which is insane, Well, he pull, he's able to pull his arm out from the arrow now. Yeah, because it, it, like, expended its spin. Yeah, it, it like, made it unwrap. It's yeah. so cool. Like, such a, such a great, uh, like, I feel like it's really starting to show... Tanjiro's growth in terms of like he's gaining combat intellect and then we get literally the lateral water wheel which I forget what he said is whatever form it was but he then cuts off the head well like it's it was so cool this moment this was my favorite scene that's totally fair where He's dodging the arrows, he's moving towards them, and he's stating how he's going to use this whirlpool technique again, like he used when he fought those those like triplets or whatever you want to call them. The same technique, just above water. And it's the second form, but he's modified it. And that was the thing for me, where it was like, okay... Tanjiro is really making this these techniques his own now, and 
like I said, it's really showing off his combat intellect. Like, I don't know if you've ever done any kind of like combat sports and stuff like that, or even if you just watch, then you'll, you'll hear a lot of people talk about like, oh, their combat IQ and like it being off the charts and stuff like that. Because basically combat IQ is not only like reading opponents and stuff like that. It's okay. Well, I can do A, B, and C and A, B, and C is going to happen as a result of that. And then I can use that to my advantage. And, Tanjiro being able to manipulate the demon's ability against him was really that moment for me of like Tanjiro's officially becoming a, a badass now. Yeah, he's officially making this art form now his own. He's officially adapting in battles and extreme situations as needed to overcome these crazy obstacles. And that is why I love this show. This is why I love this show. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great. There is such awesome moments, not just because of the art and the music, but it's literally Tanjiro himself being so good at being an MC, being such a great, like, fighter that you have to put respect on it due to all the training he's had and all these crazy circumstances oh, yeah. he gets finding himself in because he keeps getting thrown at mission. Admittedly, my only gripe is that, like... Genuinely, he is too good of a boy. I mean, but he He's has the, to be. Look, I understand he that is MC. the goodest of boys. He's that's the writing and everything like that. It's it's not that he's an MC because we've seen a lot of shows with MCs that weren't the goodest of boys. But Tanjiro is such a good boy that he has become a colloquial term. Like it, like you're being a Tanjiro right now. You're someone who literally cannot not step in. Yeah. It's like you see something bad, you have to do something about it. That's a Tanjiro. Okay, so I mean, I guess. Well, what's your what's your what's your favorite scene? Oh God, my favorite scene. It it definitely because it was the most. We were just talking about it. It's it's the, it's the arrow on the arm and the freaking counterspin he does to just like, outdo it, and he's yeah. just like. I got this. And I'm like, what the, like, how do you think that that's <laughs> going to work? But he just goes for it. He knows he doesn't even really have much time to think about it. He just does it. Oh, and that was just like, so, so cool because it literally just shows how quick he is on his feet. To yeah. Think. And He's like, very, very adaptable throughout this whole thing. Every, the whole show. It's literally just him being like, how do I overcome? And that was just one of the coolest things because I'm like, like, where's your head got to be at, I think, man? I think one of the things that this show tends to showcase the most is hard work above anything else. That, it's it's yeah. not about talent. It's not about... Maybe it's about skill because skills have to be developed in order to be a skill. So it, it's skill-driven versus, like, this isn't some dude who is, like, super good at everything before he ever got around to it. This is someone who worked insanely hard and is continuing to work hard. And I think that's that's really what this show tends to showcase the most. And I know you were saying, but your favorite scene was, in fact, that ending moment. It right? was the very end where, where like I said, Tandra's dodging around. He's thinking to himself, like, if he twists and he envelops the enemy's uh, technique Arrow, yeah. with his own form... And then he might be able to manipulate it. And it's that idea that, like I said, he's, he's making those techniques his own. And he's developing them, furthering them, 
like now like this isn't as simple as i learned a form and i used it it's i learned a form i adapted it and i used it to my benefit when it suited me the most and that that was the reason why okay and we already not to mention how cool it we already know my miss but what was your miss in this episode if you had to choose one my my missing this episode was the flashback yeah. Oh, right. You said this. You said this. Yeah. Already. My my missing was. We absolutely... usually save it for the end, but we mentioned it because we came across it organically. But mine definitely was the 3D animation in the very beginning yeah. with dodging the balls. It, it just took me out of the moment because I went, "Oh, why? No, stop!" <laughs> and that that literally every time will take me out of a show. Well, that's the whole thing. It's like I, I you know, th- this this one singular one I did approve because I couldn't really tell at first. And at first glance, it didn't look like a 3D scene because of yeah. how the perspective was. Um, looking back, it doesn't look good. Uh, but that's because I'm also looking at it more closely. Yeah, you're like, can't unsee it now. But every other time they've and done I'm, it. And I'm sorry if we've made you unable to see that now because that's just... Yeah, but every other that's time... something we do. Every single other time they've done it in the show, I'm, like, cringing. It's full cringe. I... I'm like, ugh, just don't do it. Like, I don't understand why you would. And that's even why I mentioned, like, I'm pretty sure I said, like, one of my runners up for MB- MVPs one episode was the bamboo when in that training montage. I think it was episode three. And uh, they had the training montage and like, oh, the runner up is the bamboo that just beats the crap out of Tanjiro while he's training because we get one random 3D scene that the writers and the animation team just went, well, we're never doing that again. But instead, they're just doing it again randomly whenever they feel like it. It's like what I was going over with my editor, <laughs> with you, and being like, here, here are the instructions. And, and they were like, okay, I'm not going to follow them. <laughs> like, it feels like that. And, but uh, what, was your, what was your MVP? Yeah, I was just about to ask you that. Um, so I'll go first next episode. There's a lot that happens in this episode and whether or not you like it or you like him because i'm actually choosing a person this time around wow uh instead of like shameful craziness (laughs) uh i'm gonna give it to yushiro really yeah why yushiro of all people okay well he he messed up this episode (laughs) he messed up he dropped the ball with lady tamayo and i know that but his his, he's very unique as a character, and it's a shame if I don't give it to him now because we're not really going to see him probably too much in the future. Um, but that that blood art of him letting Tanjiro see with what he sees was so important to this fight. We would not have had the epic moment you had at the very end. We would not have had yeah. the epic moment that I also chose and Tanjiro probably would have died right in that beginning area if it wasn't for him. But also the fact that he also knows how to throw hands pretty well, and he goes invisible and starts kicking ass on the Tamari demon. Yeah, he was using like a like a form of like Wind Chun. Yeah, he was cloaking. He also uses judo because obviously he judo flips Tanjiro in the beginning of last oh, yeah. episodes. Yeah, and, you know he so he does have it, but it's very cool to see him go. My head just exploded. I don't care. I'm going to step in and I'm going to Well, fight. We had, that scene of him getting mad I like was the only badass moment that I've seen from him. 
And he's like, I'm never going to forgive them for getting in the way of the time that I spend with you. Which is like, obviously, like a almost like Yandere thing. Yeah. I know he can be a little cringe, but I, I would feel bad if I didn't at least give it okay. to him this one time round because he did pull a lot of really cool and useful things out in this episode so specifically. I feel like based off of that, we can roll right into my MVP. All right, let's hear it. Because my MVP this episode is that little piece of paper that he used in order to give Tanjiro the sight. If he didn't have a piece of paper on him, this whole episode would have been screwed. Whole thing. You're right. Tanjiro would have thought that Tamari are just moving on their own directions willy-nilly. He would have had no way of defeating the arrow guy. He would have thought the arrow guy was just using telekinesis, and there's no way of beating him. A hundred percent. However, I will say, if he didn't have that piece of paper, this whole thing would have been screwed. So I'm just going to say this because it's obviously got to be said. That means you quasi are Team Yushiro right now with me. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. I'm not. You are. I'm not. That's his blood demon the, art on that paper, baby. The MVP is his not. His DNA is all over it. The MVP is not Yushiro. It's Yushiro, Because guys. Yushiro wouldn't have been able to do anything at all had he not had a piece of paper on him. He could have figured it out. He could have scribbled some blood on his forehead. No, apparently not. I mean, he didn't do it, but apparently he, he couldn't have. Otherwise, he wouldn't have had that piece of paper on the wall I'm outside. Just saying, no, no, we're no, Team no. Ushiro here, guys. No, no, let me finish. We're Team Ushiro. Let me finish. <laughs> Otherwise, he would not have had the piece of paper up on the wall out there. He could have just written it on the wall. But nope, motherfucker needs a paper to use his power. So without paper, this dude is useless. He can turn invisible otherwise useless and he's a demon and he's awesome and he's a team you should he's a useless (laughs) simp without paper (laughs) that's my my stance on that is this guy can't use those powers hashtag team you should fight or flight without paper so that one little post-it note came in clutch this episode because without the post-it note everything would have been in the drain i don't believe you that's fine you don't have to Without, all that has to matter. Without all that matters, hashtag Team Yushiro. Is that uh, when you decide we would have lost this fight? When you decide to vote on MVP this episode, just make sure that you know Yushiro would not have been able to give him anything without that posted note. I know you know we're Team Yushiro. Thank you for watching. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. Yes, thank you so much for watching. We'd love to have you along in our next episode. Might be a filler episode. We're not sure yet. We're, we're probably going to take a little bit of an on and off from filler episodes for the time being so that you can get our main episodes a little bit quicker, uh, as well as us catching up to the anime faster. Uh, I know we've had some long episodes going because uh, we've had a lot to talk about these last few episodes. We're looking forward to having you along with us in the next episode. Next episode, either a filler episode where we'll talk about random stuff, always a little bit ad- bad anime, or uh, we'll be covering episode 10, maybe episode 10 and 11 of Demon Slayer or Kometsu no Yaiba. Love to have you along with us. Thank you so much for watching, and until next time, enjoy watching. <laughs>